0: By emailing us at info at the church of Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so in our app or by visiting the church at slash give.
1: Well, that's how you kick off a kids' jam of VBS week, uh, week. Can we uh, thank Pastor Katie, Pastor Melissa, their team, and all these kids for all the hard work they put in one more time? Yeah. And if you haven't figured it out, our theme this week is making waves. We got one right here. I don't know if we have any surfers I would love to learn. So uh, if you find a beach and you want to go, sign me up. All right, I'll give it a go. Yes, Pax and me and you, right? We're going to do that. Well, we're going to make some waves. You know, here's what I love. Here's what I love is I don't think we knew when we planned this week, uh, uh, probably two or three months ago, maybe even longer, that not only is this theme for VBS this week, but this is Pentecost Sunday. How many of you know that this is Pentecost Sunday. Got a few of you, all right? Yes. You should be happier about that, by the way, all right? Because here's the deal. Acts 2 says this, that there was a wind that was sent from heaven that made a wave that baptized the disciples and all of us as sons and daughters, and that wave is still changing lives. Is there anybody who's still getting in on that wave? Because here's what I can tell you. Here's what I'm telling you, if that wave wasn't set back then, we're not sitting here today. So I'm thankful for the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so here on this Sunday, we're going to make some waves. We're going to do it this week at VBS. If your kids aren't signed up, there's still time. You don't want them to miss out on that. If you just need a pick-me-up in your week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night here at 6, you come in, we're going to worship, we're going to dance, and we're going to make some waves in the Holy Spirit. And how many know the Bible says, let us come with faith like a child. Come on, somebody. If you do, if you need some more hope, you need some more peace, you need some more joy, it comes by way of the Holy Spirit, but he gives us some evidence of what that looks like. And so I'm excited I get to be a part of this. Welcome to our online audience who joins us in. We we appreciate them. My name's Pastor Tommy. If I haven't met you, it's my opportunity to be the family pastor here. I want to thank our pastor, Jeff, for this opportunity. Can we thank Jeff and Melissa, their family and all they do for our church? That is a true honor and blessing. These guys make waves in the Holy Spirit, and it gives us an opportunity to thrive in this community as we just magnify the name of Jesus. Well, it's my honor. I want you to turn to John chapter, we're going to start in chapter 7. This is the theme verse for this making waves here on Pentecost Sunday, and the two go hand in hand. I'm going to do some teaching Katie's going to come and do some testifying, and the Father's going to do some inviting. He's going to do some revealing. He's going to do some pouring out. How many know that the Father's heart is wide open to you as his sons and daughters today? And what's in his heart can be in our hearts before we leave this place. Would anybody testify I could use more of the Father's heart by way of the Holy Spirit? Yes, I, I can. I'm so thankful Jesus is perfect theology. All right, I'll, I'll just say it this way. Here's the three things your kids are gonna hear this week. On day one, God made people with a purpose. I love how our pastor says it. You were made on purpose by God for a purpose. Where well, they're gonna learn they've been made in the image of God. I know that that image is under attack right now, but here's one truth that will never change. Every person in this room is made in the image of God, and nobody can change that. Every person that walks up on this earth is made in the image of God to be an image bearer. Can we just agree with God's heart right now? Can you look at the person next to you right now and say, God did good when he made you in his image? Okay? And I know as you say that, I want you to believe that. I want you to keep saying that because how many of you know the enemy's attacking that? Do you know what we do? We look at the flaws. We look at the shortcomings, and what I want to say to you is that's a liar. He's a deceiver. He don't know how to do nothing else. If God said he did good, then how about time we let the Holy Spirit remind us then he did good? Can you just start there with the gospel? Can you believe what's true about what God, what is true about what God says is true about himself? And can we believe what he says is true about us? Is anybody tired of living in defeat over how the enemy tries to get you to think about yourself. I heard the Lord say this to me. He said, the battle is in the mind, but the victory comes from the place of the heart. Do you know why you have to be born again? Because we were born with a dead spirit. Is anybody thankful for the Holy Spirit that makes me brand new in Jesus Christ by the power of his blood? So listen. I don't have the power to keep the enemy from being a deceiver or liar. That's just who he is. I know that's true about him, but I do have the power to reject those lies by agreeing with these truths and promises. And if God said he did good, I'm going to stand on that promise. And you know when I do, that's just a beautiful invitation for somebody else to come in and see, then he did good when he made me too. That blesses God. The second day, they're gonna get to hear this message on Jesus invited people to follow him. I'm so thankful that he's the the rabbi, he's the high priest, he's the son of God, he's the anointed teacher. He didn't say just sit down and let me tell you what to do and what not to do. Here's how he taught. He said, hey, come follow me. I'm gonna reveal the Father's heart and here's how I'm gonna do it. in step with the Holy Spirit. Did you know that Jesus accomplished nothing from the Father and from the Spirit? Just like we get to follow his example. Acts ten thirty eight. the Father, what? Poured the Spirit into the Son so that he could go about doing good things and healing all those who are oppressed. Is anybody thankful for the gift of the Holy Spirit demonstrated through the life of Jesus? So I got a question for you. Why are you trying to do it apart from the Holy Spirit? We do, don't we? Can I just tell you, I tried to be hero dad. I got any of you out there, is it just me? When my kids had a question or they needed something fixed, I tried to flex my muscles, I tried to flex my brain, and I tried to come up with a perfect answer and the perfect solution. And you know what I did in that moment? I robbed them of an opportunity to get an invitation to hear the Father for themselves. Now, I'm not saying you can't step in as the Holy Spirit of God moves you to what? Be an example of what it looks like to hear God and watch this. Jesus said, I only do what I hear my dad say and I only do what I see my father do. That's how we are to live our lives. Is anybody thankful you don't have to wear the burden for your family or bear that cross? Jesus did that for us. And he was filled with the Holy Spirit. You know how I also know? How many know that he was water baptized? Can we celebrate all those who've given their lives to Jesus and followed him in baptism? Come on, over these past few Sundays. I mean, that's just beautiful what God's doing. But how many know at that baptism that the Spirit, like a dove, what descended from heaven and what remained on the Son, he came into the Son. And guess what? If Jesus needed to be filled by the Holy Spirit, I just want to say to you, we might not see you get water baptized today, but could anybody use some more baptism in the Spirit today? That's not something weird, it's love, it's joy, it's peace, it's patience, it's kindness, it's goodness, it's faithfulness, it's gentleness, it's self-control. Pentecost Sunday's a beautiful outpouring. We'll read it here in Acts 1 in just a moment. The third day They're gonna get to hear God can help you change the world around you, all right? So when I know I've been made on purpose, for a purpose, to follow the example of Jesus so that when someone encounters me, I might not be able to change everything going on in the world, but if I can leave someone else with the truth and promises of God, how many you know that I'm changing the world? Isn't that what Jesus did? Let's not make it hard. Let's open our heart to the Father, And even now, I want us just to do something. How many know faith comes by hearing? I want all of us to find our voice again that's an echo of God's voice, and I want us to say out loud, come Holy Spirit. Fill my heart with more of yours. That's how we should start every day. That's how we should start every conversation. That's how we should end it all. So I want us to do that right now. Can you just say, come Holy Spirit. Say it out loud, come Holy Spirit. Come on, fill my heart with more of yours, Father. Do you know the Holy Spirit's role is just to be a comforter, a guide, a counselor? He's gonna remind me of what the Father has said, is saying, and will even say, come Holy Spirit. So I I pray that every one of us leave with greater measures of the Father's heart today by way of the Holy Spirit. We get to renew our minds with what God has said, is saying, and let, watch this. These aren't just words you read. This is a person you get to encounter. His name is Jesus. It's the only book you'll ever read where the author's always present. Are you letting the Holy Spirit fill your heart with greater measures of his? He's just that good. So I wanna just say to you, stop trying to do it without the Holy Spirit because that's how we get in trouble. And I'm just here to say, I'm thankful that on Pentecost Sunday, we'll read in Acts 1, that the heavens opened and the wind came and a wave is still encountering and changing lives and I'm living proof of it. And I pray that's your story too. And if you've never given your life to Jesus, how many know the word says today's the day of salvation. Today, let it be your day. Look at uh, uh, John 7. Here it is. John 7, 38 and 39. I think these are on the screen says this. Here's our theme verse for this week. Whoever believes in me, Jesus says, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within him. Now, as you read that, you're kind of like, well, what does that mean? How many know sometimes you just got to look at the next verse? because Jesus is gonna help us understand what that stream of living water looks like. And here's what it is in 39, and this is for all of us. By this, he meant the Holy Spirit of God. If you wanna make waves, then you get to be filled with greater measures of the Spirit, and the Father says, I give the Spirit without limit. He's still pouring out his Spirit. The latter glory will be greater than the former glory. Jesus said, you will do what? Even greater things than I have done. Well, I'm just here to tell you, the only way that happens is as you say, come Holy Spirit. My heart is a resting place for you. The Father and Son, John 14 says, we make our home in your heart. Did you know you never have to live a day rejected, abandoned, discouraged, depressed? There's gonna be sometimes those feelings come, but watch, I get to renew my mind with what the Father says, and I get to what? Keep in step with the Spirit. I say it this way let the temptation only be an invitation for more of God's revelation, because that's gonna lead me to some transformation, and God's gonna get the glorification. So temptation doesn't have to work against you anymore. It can be an invitation just to be reminded, oh, thank you. I get to be reminded what the Father says because as I submit myself to God by agreeing with his words, the enemy has to resist, and guess what? He gets swept out of the way by this wave because I was made to ride on it and make it. See, the world, I'm going to tell you right now, we, we gotta, I've said this before, we got to stop. Act, or stop looking to the world or the government all those things to set the president it says that the lost are standing on their tippy toes and they're looking for the sons and daughters of God to be revealed when you're on top of this wave they're going to see you and I pray they say yes to Jesus and they begin to glorify him too you know what that looks like well and i i mean we can we can fight this out but I know a lot of us are frustrated and discouraged because prayer's been taken out of schools. No, the government on this earth took it out of schools, but last time I checked, we still send sons and daughters of God and teachers and daughters of God into those schools all the time, who are what? (laughs) Filled with the Holy Spirit. We don't let a worldly government dictate to us. We let a kingdom government rule and reign in our hearts so that where we go, we make waves, and the Holy Spirit brings it back to the Father. Amen? That's how good our God is. That's how good our God is. So by this, he meant the Spirit, verse 39, the Holy Spirit. Those are the streams of living water, watch, whom those who believed in him would later to receive. Because up to that time, the Spirit had not been given since Jesus had not been yet glorified. But look at Acts 1. Do you know why it's called Acts? As you turn over there, this isn't on the screen, so you might want to turn to this if you have your Bible today. Acts 1. Do you know why it's called Acts? Because it's a demonstration of the Father's heart through what? The Acts of the Holy Spirit. It's like, oh, wow, that's called Acts Can we just say that there's the acts of God being demonstrated in your marriage, demonstrated in your family, demonstrated in your workplace? What's going on here should be going on with me. Acts chapter one, here's what it looks like. I'm gonna begin in verse one. In my former book, Theophilus wrote about all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up to heaven. After giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen, after his suffering, he showed himself to these men, gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them, so this is after the resurrection, over a period of 40 days, and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for what? The gift my father promised. There's always been a gift that we get to just receive. And how many know God fulfills his promises because he's that good, which you have heard me speak about for John baptized with water, but in a few days, you're gonna be baptized with the Holy Spirit. That's a good time to say amen. I don't have to learn to navigate as a husband, as a dad, as a minister, apart from the Holy Spirit of God. God, what are you saying? That's a game changer. I don't have to try to figure this out. I get to be found out by God and let faith increase as Paxton was praying for us in worship. So when they met together, verse 6, they asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel? He said to them, it is not for you to know the times or dates. The Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And after he said this, watch, the ascension, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid from their sight, and they were looking intently into the skies he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white, stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking in the sky? This same Jesus, come on, somebody needs to hear this, who has been taken from you into heaven, he gonna come back in the same way you've seen him go. How many of you know that the spirit and bride say, come Lord Jesus? And I don't know the day or the hour. Jesus said he don't know the day or the hour, but when the father says, son, it's time to go get your kids, I won't be ready. How about you? And we're gonna be ready in the Holy Spirit of God. Here's what I, I believe happened in those 40 days. Jesus, you remember the first thing he did with the disciples in the upper room, John 20, 21? He literally breathed the Holy Spirit of God into them. So if that's the first thing Jesus did, this is pretty darn important, right? And then he said, wait, because there's even gonna be a greater measure, another outpouring of his spirit at Pentecost, which just means 50 days after the Passover. And you can read that in Acts chapter two. We're gonna read a couple of those verses, but that's the wind, that's the suddenly, that's the wave, that's the outpouring of the spirit. And guess what? How many you know he's still pouring it out today? If you've been taught that the gifts of the spirit, all right, died when the apostle dies, you've been taught wrong. The Holy Spirit is a gift from the Father because of the yes of Jesus. And watch, I believe this is what happened. At the 40 days, he ascends. And guess what? I think there's a high five in heaven. And Jesus says, I finished my work. I'm gonna become an intercessor now. Let me give you a high five, the baton, because now you get to go to earth on Pentecost Sunday and you get to fill every one of dads, sons and daughters, so they can walk in victory. A few of you got it. So they can walk in victory so that you can be resurrected, so that your past never has to define you again. Do you know how you're walking in the Holy Spirit? It's through redemption and your past, watch this, doesn't work against you anymore. It only works for the advancement of the gospel. Let me tell you what my dad did for me because he can do it for you too. But here's how it happens. Moms, dads, come feel me, Holy Spirit. Can we say it again? Come feel me, Holy Spirit. Say it out loud. Come feel me, Holy Spirit. Oh man, come on. See, it's like, we, it's like there's something in us that just hesitates. Whatever that is, can we just remove it in Jesus' name? If Jesus needed the Holy Spirit and we know that he withdrew from the crowds, he spent time with the Father. I believe there's just greater measures of the Father's heart because how many know he faced persecution and discouragement and all those things? How did he do it? Not apart from the Father and the Spirit, with the Father and the Spirit. Can we say, Come, Holy Spirit? Come, Holy Spirit. I'm gonna tell you, this is the gift. This is the gift. This is the fullness of the life of Jesus. And we get to receive greater measures of it every day. And so Pentecost happened, preaching happens. And then look at Acts 2, 38 and 39, the promise happens. So this this is after, I'm not reading Acts 2, 1, where that whole suddenly happened, that making waves happens, but the outpouring of the Spirit comes. There's evidence of all those gifts. And then Peter preaches from boldness. The one who denied just 50 days before is now preaching this message of fire through the Holy Spirit, and 3,000 get saved. Peter, verse 38, replies, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive, the gift of the Holy Spirit. Look at verse 39. This is a game changer. The promise is for you and your children and for all those who are far off and for all whom the Lord our God will call. Would you agree the panhandle of Texas might be just a little far off from Israel? We are included in this gift. Mm, thank you. Father, for the gift of the Holy Spirit that is an extension of your arm that picks me back up. And watch this, reminds me what my dad says. You have value and you have worth. We will not let the choices of our past define our future. We will let the choice that Jesus made define our destiny and our future as I get up and just say yes to him too. Aren't you thankful you don't have to clean yourself up and then come to God? He says, Come to me, and I will remind you who you are because what? The blood of Jesus. You ready to make some waves? You ready to advance the kingdom? It just happens as we walk in step with the Holy Spirit. Do you know what your spouse needs? Do you know what your kids need? Do you know what your parents need? Do you know what those need in the workplace? They just need a greater measure of you receiving the Holy Spirit so that's what they get in return. Out of the overflow of what? The heart, words come. This isn't condemning. This isn't about guilt. This isn't about shame. This is an invitation. If you've done it wrong up to this point, I got good news for you. Your kids, your spouse, if you come humbly for them in step with the Holy Spirit and just say, you know what, I've said it wrong and I've done it wrong and I've asked the Lord to forgive me and I'm asking you to forgive me too and I'm also asking, will you pray for me because all I wanna do is be a vessel that walks in step with the Spirit so that you get more of the Father's heart in me and through me. Come on, somebody. That's the gospel. That's the gospel. So this week, we're gonna make some waves. There's gonna be some streams of living water. There's gonna be some new sons and daughters. Can we just already thank in advance the sons and daughters who are gonna say yes this week? Can we thank our volunteers? Can we go ahead and just thank them right now? Come on, can we thank all of those that we're partnering with the Holy Spirit? to make waves, streams of living water. The kingdom will be advanced. The Holy Spirit's gonna come. There'll be evidence of the kingdom here on earth. Fruit will be displayed. The gifts that are passed out through the Father will be on display because that's how good God is on Tuesday, I get to work with the fifth and sixth grade this week. I love it. On Tuesday, we do it every VBS. We take them out to the Cadillac Ranch. We're going to follow the example of Jesus. We're going to serve. We're going to clean up, but every one of them, we're going to write down a scripture that God's used to encourage them, and they're going to give it to somebody. And how many of you know that people come from all over the world, not three miles from us? And because of what God's doing here, waves are going to be made across this world in step with the Holy Spirit. It's not hard. It just comes from a promise from the Father through a child. And guess what? They'll do it. Aren't you thankful that kids are fearless? Because God made them that way. And adults, we can continue to be fearless too when we realize I just need more of the Holy Spirit today. I don't have time to unpack a couple of scriptures with you. I want Katie to come here in just a moment, but Ephesians 4 and Hebrews 2 give a couple of pictures of waves that we are not supposed to be a part of. Ephesians 4 just says that they'll be washed to and fro by what? The deceits of this world, by the contentions of this world, by the culture of this world. How many of you know I'm not gonna get under this thing and get caught up in the things of the world? I was made to ride on this thing and bring the kingdom of heaven. The only way that culture change is when I bring the Father's love, the example of Jesus in step with the Holy Spirit. So I'm not gonna get washed to and fro. I'm gonna soar, I'm gonna ride. We're surfing, Paxton. That's what we're doing, all right? Come on, somebody. He looked like Mr. T already, okay? You ever seen Mr. T on a surfboard? Let's do this. That's what we get to do, and you get to do it with the family. Hebrews 2 says it this way. It says, do not drift away. How many know that waves can take things away? but I'm not going to drift away. Why? Because I'm going to pay more careful attention, it says, to what I've heard. Father, what are you saying? Holy Spirit, help me understand. Help me walk in these truths and promises because I just want to bring you glory. A little over five years ago, we came to Bushland. God gave me a message for that first group. Little did I know it was the message that would mark my life. It answers two questions. Who am I? Why am I here? And it lines up with this making waves in Pentecost Sunday. Who am I? I'm made in the image of God. Let me not add to that or take away from that. How many you know that that is under attack by the world? But how many you know that can never change? I love telling people who are confused in their mind with their gender. You were made in God's image, and He made you good, and He made you right. And I get to find ways that I get to love and connect with them and serve them because I know as God changed my heart, I'm going to agree that He's going to align their hearts with His too. Who am I? I'm made in his image. Why am I here? I am here to imitate the example of Jesus. I love that he gives us that invitation. Come follow me. And as I know those two truths, what's true about God, and what he says is true about me, as I follow that example, now I know my identity. How many of you know when you know your identity, now you can advance his kingdom? Because it's under attack. And it comes from a rich inheritance. You got a seat at the Father's table. Come on, somebody. Is anybody thankful your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life? And whatever you need for life and godliness is provided. Just pull up a chair. And now my imagination, watch, I don't know about you, but I'm tired of the imagination being used against us when God the creator gave it to us to be used for us, not against us. Now I get to imagine with God, I asked the Lord one time to give me his heart for family and guess what he did with my imagination? He showed me raindrops coming from heaven and within those raindrops were DNA strands. And I asked him, I said, Father, what does that mean? He said, it's always been my design to reconcile families because we know as the rains come, watch, there'll be evidence of it. And as his heart is poured out, the hearts of the fathers will be turned toward the sons and daughters and sons and daughters toward moms and dads. Stand on that. Then you can do the impossible. Lana and I were called to adopt uh, 10, 12 years ago. Many of you know me as she danced in the first service. Can I just tell you, with man, things do look impossible, but with my God, he can do what? The impossible. We never would have adopted apart from the Holy Spirit moving our hearts with God to say, Whatever you need, I, owe a, I own the cattle on a thousand hills and at just the right moment when we needed to make a, point, a payment for that adoption, can I just say, but God. But how many of you know God wants you to take a step of faith? We didn't have it when we started, but he always did. Aren't you thankful that we have the God of the impossible and in that journey, it implores others and ignite others to say yes to. Katie, you come. Here's a testimony of what this looks like in our children's pastor. And so will y'all welcome Katie as she comes to the stage and testifies to the power of the Spirit in her life. So proud of you. Appreciate you. You take your time.
2: taking over. timer because that's real fun to give me a hard time when I don't stay on track. So, Kyle, good morning. So as you know, I am... Uh, over the first through the fourth grade. And just to start us off real quick, um, I, I've seen what the enemy meant for evil. It's been turned. As I've been thinking and, and praying about what I wanna share with you this morning, um, I am over the first through the fourth grade here, um, and you guys and Pastor Jeff trust me with that, and I feel so honored. But that's the exact ages that I had learned to fight different for my girls. So just... Uh, and I have 10 minutes. Like, who can tell so many stories in 10 minutes? Like, that's not, not enough time, but here we go. So, uh, also, I love coffee. I said in the first service, I'm probably gonna have a lot of coffee coming at me. I have two cups currently under my chair. So, if you wanna talk and know more, uh, I'd love to have coffee with you. But um, let's get started. So, I did wanna share, um, I love the Passion Translation, but Luke 11:13, Passion Translation says, if imperfect parents... And that hits me. I got two words out. If imperfect, three words, my bad, imperfect parents know how to lovingly take care of their children and give them what they need, how much more will the perfect heavenly father give, are you ready? The Holy Spirit's fullness. And that's what it says. When his children ask him, So I am just here to testify that I was tired of fighting. Um, I had been fighting, well, since I was a little girl. I um, thought that I was going to be. I thought it was in me. I thought I couldn't get it out of me. A timid, and I cry. So that's the Holy Spirit leaking out of my eyes. So bear with me. It, It happens, and I'm fine with it. So I thought I was going to be this timid, shy, not confident little girl. Do I struggle with that seal? Yep. But I thought that's who I was. I thought that's how I'm, how I made, that's that's my destiny. But that's a lie and I've learned recently that uh, I've been reading a book but I can actually say and if you see me and I'm talking to myself, I'm probably actually saying that's a lie. I say it out loud. What what the enemy tries to do is is keep our minds from being transformed and and doing those things. So I just say out loud, I'm like, that's a lie. That's a lie. I'm not listening to that. That's a lie. So uh, my whole family, like our whole dynamic changed. So little girl, shy, timid, scared to death. Uh, I remember I had all Sips and Clarendon. I tugged on this guy's pant leg one day because uh, I was looking at a round spinny thing of toys and I wanted these pair of plastic high heels so, so bad. And I just was like, and I tugged on this guy's pant leg and I look up and I'm like, that's not my dad. And I think I just flipped out. And I'm like, that was terrifying for me. So picture that little girl, right? But you guys, God had so much more for me than I ever could have dreamed or imagined. And that's the God that we get to serve. That's who you get to serve. That's why you're here. So uh, just the, the our whole journey um, of Fast forward, I knew I was a believer. At 15, I accepted Christ. And so I I started walking with the Lord and learning, but it wasn't until much later. And I'm so thankful for TCAB. And I'm so thankful that Pastor Jeff teaches like he does because the Holy Spirit was a word to me and that was all it was. I, I knew the Trinity, I had heard the Trinity, but there's a father, there's a son. And then the Holy Spirit is sent to equip and guide, and counsel. How many of you need counseling? I'm the only one. That's fine. So that's what the Holy Spirit's role is, is to be that for us. We have a living hope inside of us, and I did not know that. I'm like, who cheated me out of that? Like, I feel cheated. So I'm here to tell you, so the, I have to show you, I did this in the first service, and I'm more comfortable without my shoes on anyway, so it's fine. Um, so my whole family, the dynamics changed. So I'm a little girl, and and I have children then. So if I, I didn't have children when I was a little girl. I had children later in life. You get me. But you can see all-encompassing fear, anxiety. And you know, you you are what you hang around. That's kind of, you hear that. Well, unfortunately... I think I gave this to my daughters. And, and I don't know biblically if that's right, but I know generational curses are real. And so, I mean, what else would you do if you saw your mom scared to death, panicking? But when I was a little girl, I remember actually thinking, I can't breathe. Like, I can't take a deep breath. Why can't I breathe? And I would tell my mom or my dad, and like, I feel panic. like my chest feels heavy. I don't know what this is. And this is something that meditation and quiet music, and instrumental music, it just doesn't cut it. Like, I need something else. I need help. But it wasn't until later I knew I had something that fought these things for me. I have a spirit living inside of me, and that's the Holy Spirit. That's what he's there to do. He's there to guide and counsel and love on me, and and that's what the Holy Spirit does. So I started seeing these things manifest in my daughters, and and I'm sorry, but I— my oldest daughter's almost 19, but I literally out of the car walked her up to middle school until fifth or sixth grade. I was repeating things for her. You can do this. You got this. It's okay. God's with you. You're never alone. He'll never leave you or forsake you. All these things, right, that us good moms do, but yet I'm thinking, so I drop her off, and I go to my car, and I'm like, but God, she's probably sad, and I don't know what to do, and I mean, I knew how I felt when I was panicked, and I didn't want that for my daughters. You know, I didn't want that for them. So I was like, there's got to be something different. Something has to change. So this whole posture of my home, you can imagine, like, that's not filled with joy or happiness. Like, that's pretty heavy and dark. So um, and one, my other daughter, at one point, I have to show you this posture. So at one point, I see her, and she actually, this was probably 10 years ago, and she actually requested to talk to Pastor Jeff. I see her and I find her like this, like wadded up in a ball, rocking back and forth. And I'm thinking, oh Lord, what's happening? Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I can't take her to the emergency room. They're gonna look at me like I'm weird. What's wrong with her? But her countenance was bad. Like there was a darkness that was over her and I can't explain it. So warfare was happening, spiritual warfare. It's real. And if I were to tell you some of the stories that took place in our own home, like they still, it still gives me the chills to this day because I knew we were being attacked. I knew there was something going on. And so I went, I, I went from seeing my, my youngest daughter wadded up in a ball, rocking back and forth. I need to call Pastor Jeff. I'm like, I got this. You don't need Pastor Jeff. I can do this. And no, I want to, I want to. Well, it was shortly after, I called him and we came to see him. And he talked to her for like 10 seconds, and then he's like, and he looks at me like I'm the one with the problem. And he's like, you know, but we have to address, we have to address other things, right? Like I was the one who I have authority in Jesus Christ. Like I have power. I was a believer, but I didn't know. It was as if you had a gift right here wrapped up with a really pretty bow on it and gifts are my love language. But why would I not open the gift? Like, why would I leave the gift sitting there and not open it, right? That's what I had. I didn't know that that gift was my power. That was my Holy Spirit power living inside of me, but I left it unopened for years and years and years. So, this posture of um, wadded up in a ball, scared, uh, panic, fear, anxiety, darkness, depression, all of those things, those all have to bow at the name of Jesus. Did you know that? It all has to bow right there. And it no longer had a hold on me or my girls there's power in our words. So we began after Pastor Jeff preached a sermon on words and the power of our words. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be weird, but I'm willing to speak things out loud in our home. That's weird. Even if I'm by myself, like I think if someone came and they looked in my front door sometimes and like the music's blaring. So for one, you'd hear the music, but for two, if you saw me, like all these different postures, the Lord's just recently shown me, like we have the scared to death in a ball, like posture. We have the on your face, I'm in my closet posture. Like, that's a whole separate posture. Uh, All these different postures that I've been in my girls' rooms. The Lord had, I don't sing to save my life, but the Lord gave me a song. And I'm like, I'm in her room, and this, this power just came over me, and I'm singing I'm covering her, I'm covering her. It's not for me to cover. His blood covers us. The blood that Jesus shed on the cross. You know, that tree of knowledge is, okay, I'll give, so, I'll give some credit to the tree of knowledge, but mine is real, real limited. My knowledge is real limited. So I'm gonna need some other things to help me out. And so the Holy Spirit's like, girl, I got you. It's okay, You've got the Spirit. You've got me inside of you. I'm all you need. So I just began to sing these songs, and I have a whole journal of things that the Lord did use my imagination for. And those things used to be weird. The Holy Spirit was like, oh, a vapor's gonna hover above the people, and yeah, I'm like, no, it's not. If you're a believer in Jesus, you have that power in you. You have to open the present. And take it. So, this invitation had to happen. So, I had to say, All right, I'm tired. I was tired as a little girl. So, my dad, and my dad's probably not listening, but if he is, it's great. My dad left when I was a little girl. So, I wake up one morning and there's a note like, see ya, like, not here. So, my father, my father became this fear, like fear became a father to me. Like, I just, I don't, I just panicked, I guess. And, but you know what? The heavenly father, he's much better. I love my earthly dad, but my heavenly father hides me under the shelter of his wings. He's my fortress. He's my strength. He has a home in my heart. He'll never leave me. They'll never forsake me. And now I get to declare that over my girls and over my home. So I I was tired. You can imagine, I was tired. I'm like, why do I feel like this? I have thoughts. The enemy loves an idle mind. So if you're bored, quit swiping, quit looking on your phones, and get your Bibles out. I'm not perfect, I'm far from perfect, but get in the Word and ask the Holy Spirit to come make residence in your life. So, oh, I'm over. So, okay, real quick. Um, So I said, Holy Spirit, this is what Weird, my girls probably be like, Mom, that's so weird. I'm like, I don't care. At this point, I'm dog tired of fighting like I normally fight. And where I am weak, where Katie is weak, the Lord tells me he is strong, and I trust that, and that's what I count on today. So I said, Holy Spirit, I don't know about this. I don't know what I'm doing, but you do. So come have your way. There's nothing that's off limits for you. You take over, take over my thoughts, my words. Yes, I sin, but God forgive me where I sin. Forgive me when I don't count on you and where I'm trying to do it in my own strength. And he did, y'all. He took over. So we battle differently now like we do. Do I still have struggles? Yep. Does Berkeley still have struggles? Yep. Taylor, Matt, we all do. But we fight it different. It looks different. God showed me recently like I was going through a hard time and he had me under my arms. And he picked me up like you would your kid, like as a toddler. And he scooped me up. And he held me up and he said, I'm so proud of you. You're doing great. And I needed to hear that. And that's what he does. You can be wadded up in a ball, rocking back and forth. But he scoops you up and he holds you up and he's like, check her out. Check her out. I'm so proud of her. This is my daughter with whom I'm well pleased. I made you in my image and you're mine. And I can't wait for heaven one day. I cannot wait to be there. So, one more thing. I'm over. I'm sorry. I'm reading this book, and it's talking about sheep, and I have to say it again because it's pretty funny. <laughs> so, you know, we're all sheep, ready? I'm a sheep. You're a sheep. We're all sheep, sheep, okay? So, the shepherd takes care of his sheep, right? So, how many of you know about, do you study sheep? No? No? I didn't think so. So, it's fine. Um, A shepherd, his job is to um, take care of his sheep. So I'm memorizing Psalm 23. So the end part of it says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And right there, I just have to stop because I'm like, bring it on, bring it on. I'm already at the table with my father. You can do whatever you want to do. But I'm already at the table. I'm sitting down, and we are dining. And you anoint my head with oil, just like a shepherd anoints his sheep with oil. Now, you might say, what does this have to do? Well, the oil comes down the sheep's face. And flies, they're called nostril flies. That's so gross. But so nostrils will hatch. I mean, uh, flies will hatch in the nostrils and in the eyes, so then the sheep get sick, and they can't do what they're supposed to do but the shepherd takes care of the sheep and he pours the oil over the sheep's face and that oil makes it to where nothing can get in the eyes, nothing can get in the nostril. He covers that sheep and that's what he does for us. He's already done it. He already did it for me. If you're a believer, you're covered. He's anointing you with oil. Your cup runs over so it says, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And then, and then I get to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Like I said, I love coffee. I've got two cups under my chair. I have so much more to say, but I wanna pray into this for you guys real quick. Um, so if, you, if you, you know wanna have coffee, let's do it. So, all right. Hey, man, thanks for letting me share. I'm thankful for this church, just that that's not a... Um, a word that we can't say, it's not shoved under the rug. Like, there's a fight, there's a battle, but we have power when the Holy Spirit comes upon us and then we get to be witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea, I mean, the ends of the world. Who's ready to make some waves? Like, I'm ready for this. So, let's just uh, bow our heads and close our eyes. Holy Spirit, thank you for all that you speak to us, God. Thank you, Jesus, that you do anoint us with oil and our cups run over. Thank you that you're a good father Thank you, Holy Spirit, that we can speak your name and you are our counselor. You come to help, you come to redeem, you come to seek, you search the ways of our hearts. And God, you don't ever leave us empty. So we just praise you. Thank you, Jesus.
1: Can we thank Katie for that testimony? Come on, that's what it's about. (laughs) Applying these truths in our homes and walking in them. I'm gonna ask you to stand. Our ministry teams are gonna come. There's one final thing I want us to do this morning just as we get ready to be dismissed is you've heard the word of the Lord and now it's gotta find a heart that's just receptive, that's just open, it's just looking for a yes. You heard Katie testify to Luke 11:13. the father gives good gifts and he's just waiting for his sons and daughters just to ask, will you give me the Holy Spirit? See, you get saved, that's a one-time thing, but the giving of the Holy Spirit 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Father, come fill more of my heart with yours. Come fill more of my heart. And then John, Jesus prays. And he says, I'm gonna ask the Father to give you a counselor that he will reveal all truth. So with your just eyes closed right now, I wanna pray for us too. And then they're gonna sing. And then you respond. Those who are watching, you respond. So just even now, just tell him, come fill my heart. Father, with your Holy Spirit. You are welcome in this place. Whatever it is you want to put there, I say yes. If there's anybody who wants to give their life to Jesus, come talk to one of these ministry teams, and that'll be the greatest decision you could ever make. So, Father, we do. We love that we get to be your kids. We just say come, Holy Spirit. Fill us. Because we want to bring you glory in all we say and do. In Jesus' name.